Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called, very simply, The House. Not to be confused with House. Dr. House. Dr. House MD. The House on the Hill. The House on Haunted Hill. Haunting Hill. Last House on the Left. Little House on the Prairie. Mouse in the House. Nope. That's just a phrase. That's not a, that's not a thing. It might be like a kid's book. I felt like it was like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Was that not called Mouse in the House? When the mm. Mickey Mouse kids, like when the club went like into modern time and were trying to be like Kids Incorporated. Like with when Justin and Brittany and Christina yeah. were on it. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Mm. That's not a thing. I don't know. Maybe. Mouse in the House, guys. Mouse in the House. Maybe. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You should have been one of those girls. I uh, wish. Some people have no idea what we're talking about. It's called the Mickey Mouse Club. It was a thing in the olden times, and then it was a thing in more recent, but still but older still times. But still older times, yeah. <laughs> as in our older times. And I'm yeah. sure they're going to try to do it again. I'm sure it's coming soon. It's probably in the works, and there's a team working on it right now, and they're just waiting for, like, the right time. Right. Yeah. They're waiting for the quarantine to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then all the little kids are going to get together. And there's going to be the new Brittany, and she's five years old, and yeah. her name's Tamara, and she's gonna, ready to take over. No, her name is Bentley. <laughs> let's, let's get real. Or her name is, like, Apricot. My name's Apricot. Dude, come on, right? It is. Uh, so this episode is called The House. It aired on April 17th, 2020, season 23, episode 25, I believe. 26. Post- Are you sure? Yeah, we just did 25. 25 was... So, uh, season, episode 25 was Road Trip. Oh, 25. Mm-hmm. And so you, this is 26. Interesting. 26. Guess who's back? Guess back who's again. back in the house? Not a mouse in the house. Not a mouse, but a Mankowitz. Guess who's back? Mankey's back. But we do have Lester in a vest and glasses back to business. The world we has just had itself. a repeat of yeah. him with no vesti and no glasses, and it was really weird. Yeah. It's like a pod person, Lester. Yeah. So uh, we start with Lester being quite a, kind of poetic. He takes after Mankey, and he says, A dead body in a yard, terror in the night, the end of a family, the start of a mystery, the middle with Malcolm. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that last part. <laughs> but he said all the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to Mankey, and he's saying, a young man wearing a, a GoPro camera. If you think that's weird, stay tuned. That's one of the less weird things you'll hear about. Wow. So you know. I was excited. One. I was excited when I saw the GoPro, because I was like, that means we get lots of footage. If cameras didn't exist, well, uh, Dateline wouldn't exist because they couldn't film a TV show. But you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say, like... There are like 17 different camera elements in this episode. It literally, it it never stops. It's like, and then this neighbor had a camera and then this neighbor and then this cop walking down the street. And then this dog was wearing one of those mobile dog cams on it. I love it. I'm all about it. The more cameras, the better, because we get all these angles. I love it every time they have a body cam on, that the cops have a body cam on. I think they should all have them just for Dateline purposes. And for the truth and justice of it, but more for Dateline purposes. For all the purposes. It's fantastic. Yeah. So um, it starts with Scott Horn, who was an FBI agent, or he was 
an FBI agent, which means I'm going to be doing a lot of Point Break references. Oh, okay. So just get ready. Mm -hmm. He was retired now from the FBI. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) You have to space it out at least. I'll space it out. Okay. Um, he, He has a daughter who has gorgeous blue hair. I was a fan. Not everyone on Twitter was a fan. Good for you, Kimberly. That means you're growing as a person. I'm really proud of you. You get cranky sometimes with the people have the dyed hair on Dateline. I think it's more if I like them or not. And I wrote in my notes, Kimberly, question mark. <laughs> what is that? Will I like it or should I dye It's going to depend on the day. It's going to depend on her attitude. I mean, I feel like if Kelly was not a likable person, which I think is safe to say she is. Yeah. You may have other things to say about the hair. Yeah, that's possible. I will say this. It looks freshly dyed. She had it freshly dyed for Dateline. It's not a faded blue. It's like, no, I mm-hmm. did it last night. Yeah, I like that. Also, it made me want to dye my hair because what else am I doing? I can send you some. I've got like five bottles of blue and purple. Do you want me to send it to you? You can play around. I feel like that's very dangerous. It's all, it's all, um, it's not permanent. Yeah, you're right. Why not? Maybe I oh, should. I think you should. Or I used go... to do my tips, different colors all the exactly. time. Exactly. Then I, I felt think... like I got too old. I was actually going to suggest it the other week because I saw it in my little hair box and I was like, I should see if Kimberly wants to like play around while she's inside. Yeah, I think I might. Oh, good. I I do. But I think the most remarkable thing about blue hair, freshly blue hair, Kelly, is that she doesn't have it on her forehead. If you've ever Mm -hmm. dyed your hair a punky color, you know that that stuff gives you like a ring around the upper forehead Mm -hmm. And on your hands, you have to be so careful to like wear gloves the entire time because you'll just have teal hands. Mm -hmm. Well, nowadays, everyone should have gloves around. So every day, um, Scott called Kelly to wake her up. She didn't live in the house anymore. She was 18. We'll get more to that. And he called her every morning to wake her up. And then five minutes later, he called her again, which Mank finds charming. I was like, use your phone, girl. What? Have you, do you know the difference between like, I don't know, I feel like someone calling and an alarm, I would more likely get up to someone calling. Yeah, I guess. But not if it's every morning. I'd be like, oh, I know what it is. Mm. But Mank, in his banter with the guests, as he's so wont to do, Mm -hmm. says, so he wasn't only your alarm clock, he's your snooze button. That's cute. I thought that was adorable. Yeah. Um, But one day he didn't call. So she calls the police to do a welfare check and the police go to the house on body cam. That's when it all starts. The police go inside the house with the daughter. There's pee all over the floor. It's not. okay. sorry. It's not a person that (laughs) I thought it was that episode when the guy peed in his pajamas like eight times. Who peed in his pajamas? Oh, no, he just told us he peed in his pajamas eight times. That was ridiculous. Don't tell us, man. So many times he says. Really, like every commercial break, he peed again. So, but this was dogs because they had been left alone for a while. Mm-hmm. So the po- police asked Kelly if she wants to report him missing. She was very chill about it. She's like, oh, um, yeah, I guess I'll wait till later, which I don't think means she's the murderer. I just thought she's, oh, she's young. She's like a millennial. So she, she just sounds a little cash, but she was very worried. And Kelly had been talking to her older brother, Riley. So Uh, he has, I thought, extremely questionable hair and facial hair in the photo that we see about him. Looks like a young Bob Ross who's about to paint some puffy trees. What's questionable about that? Questionably awesome or what Mm, what were you? I guess that depends on your viewpoint about Bob Ross. So I think the hair is rad. Okay, it's rad. Okay. 
Is he rad? Is he a rad yeah, he's guy? Rad. Yeah, he's rad. That's okay. that's absolutely the adjective used to describe him. Okay, that brings yeah. me to a twi- tweet we have later from Kim. So now I'm getting more piece together of what Riley is like. Okay. Because we don't get to meet him. No, we get to see him a fair amount, but we, we don't get an interview. We only get an interview with Kelly. Yeah. So that night, Riley goes over to the house with a friend and hits record on his GoPro. Why? We will find out later. It's bizarre. They hear banging and clattering on the side of the house and they see a tarp in the darkness. They lift the tarp up and that's when everything goes to hell. So he runs. We see Riley runs with the we see in his GoPro footage to the neighbor's house where his sister is waiting. And he's saying, we need the police. We need an ambulance. And Kelly runs over to the house and she collapses. She has found her father there dead. It's horrible. Horrible. Now, the police guy shows up, the same police from this afternoon or morning. Now, I'm surprised you did not write down his name. This is Captain Matt Zimmerman. And I also wrote, a.k.a. Kimberly's new boyfriend, question mark. No, I actually liked the other guy, um, the detective, more than I liked... Zimmerman. I'll get it right next time. I'm at okay. One of these you days. never I will. Just... I'm. T- I switch up my tastes every five episodes. Yeah, that makes it that makes it complicated. Yeah. So the police guy is shows up and Riley's like, "My dad's dead," and the cop is like, "What is that?" And Riley goes, "It's a GoPro." I love that the cop immediately focuses on it and is like, "What is that? Like, it's weird. Why do you have a thing attached to your head? Yeah, that you're pointing at me. What yeah. is that?" So Scott was shot from behind in the neck, and then beaten with firewood. Absolutely terrible. He's beaten by with firewood. He's outside near this shed that has this wood-burning stove in it that he had installed, and then there's a ton of firewood. So Scott had worked bank robberies, kidnapping cases. We meet his boss lady at the FBI, and was, he was doing all these dangerous missions, and then he got a family, and he asked for less dangerous work, or as Mink says, lower octane. I like that. I like lower octane. Mm-hmm. So I figured clearly he was burned out from infiltrating a surfing gang of bank robbers, so he wanted to do something a little bit easier, and he did background checks for people seeking government jobs. And <laughs> Mank says to the boss, that's not exactly the sexiest of assignments. And he said, it's a dad schedule. Yeah, it totally is. I love that. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, So Scott's wife, Anne, was a nurse, and she worked a lot of hours. So Scott was? Mr. Mom, not Michael Keaton. Not Michael Keaton. And I'll get to that Mr. Mom later. And the term is okay, but it's it's probably not. It's become ubiquitous with me hating it, I think. What do you mean? People on Twitter. So their house was beautiful and Scott had worked really hard on it. He had like solar panels that heated the pool. He took a ton of pride in the house and he loved it. Mm. He may have loved it to death. Um, Why? No. Oh, okay. Maybe a little bit. I get it. (laughs) I thought that the daughter's, um, I thought that Kelly's reaction was really sweet about the house. She was very like, I don't want to seem show offy, but it was an amazing house. And I thought that was, I liked that a lot because she like realized that it could come off weird yeah. and nah, no that was great so that night there we're seeing the whole thing on the police body cam they're knocking on the door of the house the house is t- totally dark inside mm-hmm. except for their lights and i don't know what time it is 
there's a woman walking down the stairs on a crutch and a cane. Like, I think she had one crutch and one cane. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the lighting of the house, it gives off this very creepy, like we're watching ghost hunters or something. Yeah. And some, like a chair is just going to start floating across the room or something. Mm. And I was like, turn off the lights. So um, the police ask the woman, who else lives here? And she says, well, my husband. And so that woman is Anne, Scott's wife. And she's like, what's going on? Why are there police at the door? And the police say, there's a deceased man in your yard. And Anne pauses and says, there's a deceased man in my yard? Like, who is it? She says, like, who is it? What do you think of that? I think that we find out a little bit later what their relationship is. And so it makes a little more sense. But at the time, I'm like, oh, are there multiple men? I mean, how many men? I was like, what? who else could it be? Does Is there like a neighbor that comes over all the time? Do you know what I'm saying? I, I was a little confused about why At she didn't. Why she's asking. I'm more wondering if like who is it, it holds enough gravitas towards them asking why, if that there's a dead man in your house. You know, wouldn't you be like. The answer to that is no. Okay. <laughs> Seemed a little too chill, but. So, like she's like asking what Pizza Hut latest specials are, you know, like, yeah. like, what are they? What are they? Um, yeah. <laughs> two largest. OK, great. How many toppings? So the detective that comes to the crime scene named Kezi Henderson. Yeah, Kezi. Kezi. Love it. All right. Yeah. He's kind of a dreamboat. Um, yeah. So he sits down with Anne in the kitchen. The lights have finally been turned on at this point. Thank God. The body cams are still rolling. And Anne says the last time she saw Scott was early in the morning, which means that she has been in this house with the dog pee just around. Okay. Oh, God, you're totally right. So she wasn't out searching for him and wondering why he wasn't there because they were living very separate lives. They were living under the same roof, but they were going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Which sounds super fun and not awkward at all. So she says he was at the casino because he loves to gamble. And then we see more footage. I forgot about this footage. We get footage of him at the casino from literally every angle. We get him gambling. We get him walking to his car from the casino in the parking garage. So like literally every moment of everyone's lives is just really being, it's big brother, everyone. (laughs) I mean, I think it's really useful, but I think that this is also sort of an anomaly. It must be something about where they are in Maryland. I don't think in a normal situation, people are walking around with GoPros. I think this is just the perfect storm of. Yeah, because it's the neighbors, too. So, is it, I mean, the casinos, yes, every casino has a million cameras. Right. But like this is seems extreme. It does. It, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's every neighborhood. And they're like watching and going. Kimberly's going to Vaughn's twice in one week. Because she needs more (laughs) Pop-Tarts. This is before the quarantine. Um, So he had won less than $100. Mm -hmm. And so Anne is making it seem like he's this big gambler, like maybe has a gambling problem and that's all he does is gamble. And Kelly, this daughter, is saying that he's more strategic, strategeries, what tables he should sit at. It doesn't sound like he's very good at it, though. It's not. That's not why he goes. It's some. So this is the difference between like a card player versus a gambler, like someone with a gambling problem, right? So he's the kind of person that he plays for sport. Your brother plays poker. Mm. 
So he plays not just to win money. He plays because he likes to play because it's fun. And it's a study in like watching people. And mm. I mean, it's it's kind of it's a sport. It's a talent, you know, and, and you have to get good at it. And it probably is good for him as a retired FBI guy to hone his keep working on his skills. I think you should be more worried if he won a thousand dollars. Because the fact that he just won a hundred sh- sh- when she says he never won much more, like he never won more than that. That was, you know, he wasn't playing for money. He's playing in very small amounts of money. He's playing to play. Gotcha. That's it. So I liked that because it, I don't like that. Anne was trying to say he's a, you say casino and you say gamble. And like, that's kind of has a negative connotation. Right. But that's not what he was doing. He was going to a card hall. So um, his cell phone and his wallet are missing from the house. Mm-hmm. His credit cards weren't used and the detective is like well if it's a robbery then they usually go right to the gas station to buy stuff or to the bank or to the couch potato to buy a new futon (laughs) occasionally to walmart to buy a post kill kit which is to buy a coors t-shirt it's a coors t-shirt because the budweiser t-shirt is the before kill kit gift the post is the cores, cores, and yeah. um, celebration victory candy, which I think is like Jolly Ranchers. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like Jolly Ranchers might be before. I think feel like after it's like a solid bar, so it is like a Kit Kat or a Mars or a Three Musketeers. Maybe if you're Could and you're like wrong. Three Musketeers is you, the the victim. And you, me, you, me, and my hammer. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy, with the hammer. That's all I was thinking about. Because they're the only idiots that we've had recently that the went hammer. to Walmart. Yeah. I would just like to say that, pro tip, none of these things make good Mother's Day gifts. But no, not do you a know lot. what does? I do. Do, do you? you? <laughs> I kind of do. That's more like why I'm asking you, because I'm not 100% sure. The thing that makes an excellent Mother's Day gift is a skylight frame. Because nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is more important than ever. And the easiest way to do it is with Skylight. It's a photo frame that you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love, even if you have to be separated. So a Skylight frame is totally effortless. It sets up in under 60 seconds. All you do is plug it in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network, and start sending photos. There's an email address attached to the Skylight frame. And if somebody has that email address, all they need to do is email photos that they have as an attachment to that email and magic presto, it shows up on the Skylight frame. I love that. And you can just do it from your phone. So you can just send the the attachment from your phone. Bam. It's in the screen. Also, if I give it to Joni and send photos, she will think it's magic. She won't understand the technology. She'll think it's sorcery. Because all of a sudden she'll look over and there'll be a new picture of you making HelloFresh in your kitchen. And she'll be like, what? When was that? What? What happened? Yeah, it'll be great. Um, it How also is has, this on my screen? Is Kimberly inside my house now? Is she inside the screen? It also has a really sleek black frame. And so it looks like a real photo, which is the neatest thing. It's just a photo that changes. And it, it adds a beautiful touch anywhere in your home. Oh, yeah, it's also gorgeous. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So if you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Really? Yeah. That's good. 
So this is a great gift for Mother's Day because it's something you can preload with your favorite photos before giving it as a gift. You can get together with your whole family and do it like we did for my grandma's 90th birthday. It's really just, it's an appropriate gift for honestly any family and friend that you feel like you don't see enough and then they can see you all the time. We all have those people in our lives. So That's really th- nice. this is a great gift to think about and you know mom's going to love it. I mean, you know she is. It's the cry gift. You do not need that satisfaction guarantee. She will be obsessed. She will cry, yeah. Also, if there's any sort of um, competition between you and your siblings, I think that you will win. Yeah, this is a this is a winner. Yeah. Um, so now is the special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash date and enter code DATE. So get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Go to skylightframe.com slash date, enter code DATE. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash date. Yay, I love it. Let mom know you love her. Oh, let the sky light in Oh, that's to good. her heart. Let the skylight sky in, in to her heart. Let the skylight in the skylight in. And beat your brother and give her the best present. Yes. I am still working on it. We're still workshopping. <laughs> Thank you, Skylight. Thank you, Skylight. Our song will get better. Maybe. We just need <laughs> it. might not. We'll try. <laughs> we'll do our best. Why is him? No, Mark Hating and Kimberly needs to have more confidence than that, Katie. I thought that was pretty good. I don't know why you undersold it. It's <laughs> the only thing that ruined it was the brother thing. Turned it into negative. I did. I made it really weird at the end. Yeah, it's all right. That's I can cut that out. Nobody needs to hear it. <laughs> no, it's fine. So the detective thinks that this was overkill because he had been shot in the neck. It wouldn't have killed him, but it would have like incapacitated him. And then he's beaten to death with the wood. Yeah, it's definitely overkill. So they thought, well, he's an FBI guy. Maybe he arrested someone or stung someone in a sting. They got stunged? Stang them. Stang. No. Stang, stanged. Nope, we got to move on. Nope. St- it's sta- it's stanged. It's stanged, yeah. Yeah. But that so sounds we- like Shakespeare. <laughs> they were stanged by the they serpent. They were doth stanged. <laughs> I was doth stanged on my arm. <laughs> Young Mercutio. Okay. Horrible. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> okay, but they couldn't find anybody that had a grudge against him. I kind of think it's Patrick Swayze, and he didn't really die at the end of that movie. Spoiler alert. Except, why haven't you seen it already? It's really old. It's really old. I think there's no spoiler if it's more than 10 years old. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, that's your loss. Yeah. So, he was also a landlord. Now that he had retired from the FBI, he had a bunch of tenants. He had recently evicted some. So they look at all those people. What are you suspicious? Yeah, because he's a landlord, so he has properties, but they're both. mm. Do you see what I'm saying? That they're not her properties? That they're together? Why wouldn't he be in a different property? Oh, right. No, I thought that from the beginning, but I think they more explain he loves the house like more than life itself. But to me, I was immediately like, go live in one of your vacant properties. If you have uh, yeah. properties. Yep. Like, clearly. Very strange. Yeah, no, it's very odd. Mm-hmm. But I think they're both clinging onto this house, uh, okay. which we'll get to. But um, so it doesn't pan out. It's not any of these tenants. 
So they look at son Riley because he found the body. And oh boy. he's rad. So maybe they're suspicious of people that are rad. Um, maybe it was the GoPro attached to his head in the pitch blackness of night. Well, and also that he kept it on, which I feel like is weird, but also smart. And I'm glad he did keep it on. But it's weird to see that footage, especially when we're seeing the stuff with him, like running in to tell the sister, call the police, call the police. Like, honestly, that's hard to watch because it's so real that like it's kind of jarring because. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But um, I don't I. I do understand that they would be like, take that off, man. Like, take it off. This is the worst thing you're ever going to experience in your life. It's going to happen right now. Like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant it was more like tacky, like like having sunglasses on inside the house. No, no. I think it's more just like, why would you want to remember this moment? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but then again, it's also he's smart enough to realize this is a crime. Right. Like, I need maybe I can help. Like, I, I can document on this. So he is actually smart to keep it running, but at the same, I don't know. See, it's like... I think he probably wasn't even thinking that he still had it on at that time. When you're probably in such shock and you're trying to call the police, you don't, you're not, like, feeling that you have this thing on your head Have anymore. you worn one of those before? No, are they very heavy? Well, yeah, I mean, you know it's there. Would you, even though if you were in shock? That's a good... I will never know that, because I, I don't know if I'm going to get a GoPro. I don't really want my life filmed. So I don't know. Hmm. I'm not a snowboarder, so I probably won't get one. Okay, so Riley was at work all day, and he was very close to his dad. So it doesn't look like he had anything to do with it. Now we get to the nitty-gritty. Not really. First, we have to go to the celebration of life. I got excited for a sec. Okay. I just want to briefly say at the celebration of life, they are show a bunch of people walking, like paying their respects, and they have footage of a woman in a wheelchair with a broken foot. And I just didn't know why they chose that as one of the mourners walking by because I found it very distracting. Like, what happened to her foot? Why does she have that cast on? Why? Who chose what? Who chose that? The, the Dateline editors. Oh, I think I would probably. Just to break it up and make it interesting. Well, maybe they only had a certain amount of footage. Like, they may have only had, like, certain things. Maybe. It's I mean, like- how much... How much footage are you going to have of a of a Well, wake? there's like a hundred people walking by, but the three that Dateline chooses to show us, one of them is a lady being pushed in a wheelchair and she has a big bright green cast on her foot. I'm going to honestly say probably what happened is they needed footage and so they asked for footage and that's what they had because somebody had random a few pieces of the funeral and that's the one they had. I don't think that they would have chosen that on purpose at all. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Um. So also, I think Scott might have been a Jew because I think I saw a rabbi in the corner. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> Don't say uh like that makes it worse. I will say uh. Does that make it worse? Chosen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it makes Doesn't it worse. Doesn't make it worse. It makes me sad because it makes you, it the same. So if it was you, it would be sad. It would be make me really sad. So okay. yeah, I'm sensitive. So um, it's super awkward at the the celebration of life because mm-hmm. Anne is sitting in the front row. Why? Because she's the kid's mom and she is kind of a faky faker and she's probably enjoying the attention. Yeah, I don't like that. That's the operative word. The attention, that's not great. Yeah, but ke- but everyone knew it was BS because there was trouble with a capital T that rhymes with P and that stands for pool 
up in that house. Yeah. And an FBI colleague on Scott's of Scott's, another we meet too. We meet this boss lady and we meet this colleague friend of his. Mm-hmm. Say how horrible Anne was to the kids. Yeah. The daughter says that her mom was volatile and violent and they didn't tell people because they they thought it was embarrassing. I thought that was really sad. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, really it doesn't sad. reflect anything on you. That's very sad. But I do understand that. Yeah, I would I not totally get probably it, but tell people either. Yeah, but it they shouldn't feel shame about it. So Kelly got in trouble one time for having a Facebook account and borrowing her mom's heels when she was a teenager. There's more to that story for sure. Like, that's that's half of the story that we're getting. She had a Facebook account as an older woman, like said, I am 22 and my name is Samantha. Is that how that worked? It was a fake Facebook account? No, I think she just wasn't allowed to have a Facebook account. Mm, I don't think so. I think Because that... Anne was so crazy. Okay, maybe. You think she was chit-chatting with older men? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I think that there was more. I think that it was a Facebook account that was inappropriate. Oh. Yeah. Do you think the punishment fits the crime? Absolutely not. And I know of a punishment like this. Someone I know very dearly has had a punishment like this. And it was real bad. It's not right. I'll tell you. Tell everyone what the punishment was. So she was forced to sleep in the hallway for months. She was not allowed to sleep in her room. It reminds me of on Schitt's Creek when Roland takes the doors off the motel. So that is actually a real thing that happened to someone I know when they were a kid, that's how they were punished and they slept for months without a door. I think that's bad, but the hallway's worse. Hallway's bad. Like hallway's on the floor. Not bad. That's bad. But either way, you should have the right to privacy. It's not good. So it's not it's, great. It's not it's great like, parenting. It's not it's like it from a like wacko creative parenting handbook or something. Like then I'm gonna take your doors. I feel like it's like cruel. I feel like it's cruel punishment. I think I for it's a like, teenager it feels like medieval. For a teenager, that's runaway punishment. I feel like that's going to really backfire on you. Yeah, no, I'm you're not right. a parent, but that's not a good idea. No, you're totally right. So Scott stood up for Kelly and said she should be allowed to sleep in her room. And out yeah. of nowhere, Anne pulls a gun out of her bathrobe. Yeah, what? and holds it up at Scott. Like what? First of all, where is it? Where? Where in the robe? In her pocket. Of her robe or like under her bathrobe. They made it seem like it was in. She reached her hand in and went like a blazer. Like was that. it like strapped to her in like a halter? Like a yeah. Where was it? Did like she she's have, a gunslinger or was it like tucked in her pajamas waistband? Yeah, that's even creepier. If it was like if she just had it. Why did first of all? Why did she have it on her? Exactly. I don't like, why is she wandering around the house in a robe with a gun? That's a red flag. Yeah, that's no And her ratted slippers and her hair all messed up, looking like a crazy housewife. No, it's not That's like going to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. So. Like streaky mascara. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So a cigarette hanging out of one side of her mouth and a bottle of whiskey in one hand. Yeah, there we go. She just got real (laughs) bad. That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) So. Um, so that happened five years before the murder, and then things got progressively worse. I don't know how it gets worse from that. But everyone eventually had padlocks on their doors to keep out the others, which is, wow. it's psycho. And again, like, why are they there? Why don't you guys move? It's terrible. And so Riley started wearing a GoPro whenever he was interacting with his mother. 
So that's why he was wearing a GoPro that night. Because even though he was there looking for his dad, he had to think maybe his mom had something to do with it and she was going to be at the house. So he put the GoPro on because that's what he did when he went. Like, that's so weird. How old is Riley when this happened? He's older than 18 um, because Kelly's 18. And I think he was doing it probably partially for a record for the police. And because they had, we'll get to that. Oh, well, I'll say it right now. The police knew the house very well. They came to the house all the time because they were always fighting. Kelly says she lost count of how many times the police came out. And then something crazy happened. Yes. Yes, it does. And I don't know why it's so crazy because I feel like it happens all the time. But then it, it seemed so out of place. I don't no, know. No, I don't think it does happen. It doesn't happen all the time. Well, usually Mank is like, it'll cut to Mank talking to the camera and he's walking down a pathway or something um, or outside in a park. It was- I can't think of a time that I've seen him sitting and then looking at the camera. So very clearly breaking the fourth wall, talking to us, which is okay. All right. Yeah. But shuffling papers, showing us papers in like a studio. So my only thought, this is filmed after, right? I couldn't tell if it was, see, I thought it was looked like a barn door behind him or he was barn. in front of a green screen of like a barn. That's a what barn? it looked like to me. Yeah. Where's the barn though? There's no barn in this story. No, no idea. But maybe this was post-corona and he's in filmed in front of a green screen. Mm, maybe. Tell our good friends what you're talking about. So he he breaks the fourth wall and he is saying we didn't lose count to us because Kelly did lose count. And mm-hmm. he looks at us right into our soul and our eye sockets and says, but we didn't lose count here at Dateline. And he says they came out 15 times. And then he brings out the receipts like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, legitimately. And he holds this huge, I should have said like Taylor Swift because she has the real receipts. Kim's are doctored. And so what? she holds this huge stack. You're not following the drama. So, um, so he holds this huge stack of papers, but not a nice and neat stack of papers, like a ream of copy paper. It's all haphazard, like a messy stack. It's so, Katie papers, not Kimberly papers. Okay, so he's going through each paper and he's saying like, sometimes it was Anne calling and he puts down a piece of paper and they picks up the next paper. It's like, sometimes it was Scott calling and sometimes it was the kids calling. Sometimes they went to the police station themselves to file. So he, they, Dateline found restraining orders and like, it's not just like police visits. It's all sorts of legal documentation, like through the court system of how messed up this family is. They found domestic violence stuff. They found second degree assault. They found protective orders, which I didn't really understand how you have protective orders against someone and you're living in the same house as them. No idea. So is that like a weird loophole? I don't know how that works. So they find like 30 cases of stuff like this. When Kelly turned 18, Anne kicked her out of the house and Scott stayed because this was his house. Like he'd loved this house. And Mank says that Scott may have underestimated his wife. And my new favorite quote of the night, maybe my new favorite Mank quote ever, although I say this all the time, which was Anne's engine was running on spite. I like that. It's so good. Um, There's an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry wants to return a jacket and they ask him, why do you want to return it? And he says, spite. I don't (laughs) like the salesman who sold it to me. And they say, well, we we can't take a jacket back on spite. And he's like, well, 
fine. I just, I don't like the jacket anymore. And they said, sorry, you said spite already. So her engine was running on spite. That's also, bad. Mank's relatives are, worked in old Hollywood. I don't know if we have ever discussed this. Like, his grandfather wrote um, All About Eve. And mm-hmm. his um, great uncle, I think, directed Citizen Kane. I think I have that backwards. One of them wrote Citizen Kane. The grandfather wrote Citizen Kane. Great uncle directed All About Eve, I think. Um, wow. But doesn't that sound like like old Hollywood? Like, like double yeah, indemnity? Like Betty, like Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Yeah, absolutely. His engine was mm-hmm. running on spite. So um, Anne didn't care about the house. She said she hated the house, but she didn't want him to have the house. So she's staying in the house because he loved it so much and she her engine's running on spite. So they're both just like clinging to this house and going through this divorce. And this is why he's not living somewhere else. And this is part of what they're fighting over. It's so petty. More on her side, obviously. He had put a lot of hard work into this house and felt pride over this house. And she's just being a B-word. So the detective thinks back to the night of the murder and how calm Anne seemed. She was also giving theories about who would have killed him right off the bat. And that's always suspicious. Right. She says she was home all day, meaning that she was there when the police came with Kelly and the dog pee was all over the floor. So she was upstairs and didn't hear them. And didn't hear what the police like. There's like two police. It's loud. We see it on their body cams. They're like, they're not quiet. No, the dogs are barking. They're like looking around. And it's hardwood floors. You hear that. It's like clomp, 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 clomp. Big police boots on the floor. Also, here's my Also, they're question. ringing the doorbell. When they show up, it shows them. And they're saying, what's his name? Scott? They're talking to each other and they're like calling and stuff. What's she doing? Here's, but so here's my other question. Yeah. Does this mean they didn't go upstairs? And they're trying to do this like um, welfare check? And they don't look upstairs. What if he had fallen and needed help? Is um, Kelly not allowed to be in the house? I mean, there's, it's probably not because of the mom. And maybe she said, don't go upstairs. My mom's up there. But if she was really worried about the dad, he had a bedroom upstairs too, I'm assuming. But is this also why she had to have policemen with her when she went to the house? I feel like this is a little more in depth than what we're yeah, maybe. thinking. Yeah, maybe. I bet Anne didn't let her have a key or anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Although they did have a key because they didn't like break into the house. But I will say this is the weirdest thing ever to find out that Anne was there all day is bizarre. Like, what are you talking about? She was there all day. So she let the dogs pee all over the house. She, there are people inside. She can. I mean, I know that her door is barricaded with the padlock and stuff, but she couldn't still hear them. And then also, did they not go upstairs to check? They think that something could have possibly happened to this man. Don't you go look for him? I don't know. I have so many She couldn't questions. have been there all day. She couldn't have been there all day, right? She couldn't. She's saying she was. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Um. So when Riley had gone out and heard those thumping noises, we never really hear what those thumping noises were when he, that's what directed him towards where the tarp was, which was covering the body. He had seen a shadow there and he thought that shadow was his mom. Right. And she had told the cops that the only time she went outside the whole day was to put wood in this fire, in that um, barn, not a barn. What's it called? Shed. And so, but his to body get wood was... From, to get wood from the shed? No, the fire stove was inside the shed. So 
and it heated the house even though it was in the shed. I understand. Okay. So she had to go out to put wood there. But so she said she did that during the day, but his body was there, like right there. She would have had to walk over She would have had it. to walk over the body. So that doesn't make sense. The neighbors, okay, this is where we get so wackadoo. The neighbors think it was her the whole time. She had left one of them a voicemail that makes zero sense to leave as a voicemail a few months before he was killed. It's the weirdest voicemail. He's, she's saying he's brutal. He, he ran the streets until I married him. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know if she meant because he was FBI or he ran That's the streets. That's what street. I thought she meant, but no, he's a, she meant he's a, he's she a meant- night panther, night prowler. <laughs> Was that, that, she meant like he was a, a member of the T-Birds, like he's Grease Lightning or something. No, instead she means he's Johnny Casanova. He was right. Scott Horny, not Scott Horn. <laughs> Is that what she meant? That's a, well, if okay. she was more clever, she would have said that. Instead, she says, I married him at 37. And before that, he was nothing but a man WH. Yeah. So, okay. Why are you leaving all this on a voicemail? For your neighbors. So, drugs? <laughs> right? That's my only, I don't know. Day see, drinking? We, here's the thing. We just covered Murder House in our double date episode. And that mom was bananas with some a lot of day drinking and syphilis. And so now I'm just like. <laughs> no, don't forget the syphilis. Yeah. yeah, because that also caused some problems. But mm-hmm. with Anne, I don't, I don't know. There's something that we're not getting here. We're not getting part of the story, I feel Pills? like. Pills? Pills. I don't know. We can't say that. Allegedly, I don't know. I don't know. There's something. She's real that's messy. A, that's a wacky. She's real messy. It, it, she is messy, indeed. And to just call and leave these unprompted voicemails. To your neighbor. To your neighbor, not even your best friend, like you're ranting. Are we just... Mm. Do we just not have close enough relationships to our neighbors? I think we're not hearing the first part of the call, which must have been... Hey, I can't come by to help you with that thing. Let me tell you about like, and then launch us into something else. I can't imagine that she called just to launch into a tirade about um, how Scott was um, a womanizer. Hi, this is Anne. Let me tell you about Scott. That is exactly how they make he it. He is a horn dog. Yeah. He, yeah. The only reason to call your neighbors and leave an emphatic message, I have to say, is to tell them how great Bombas socks are. Oh, yes, they are. I know that um, you love to run the streets, and I love to run the streets. I do run the streets. I'm a cool rider with pink ladies on my side. Okay. Well, how do you run your streets with a horde of cats behind you? Like you're the Pied Piper. With a cat army. (laughs) Try me, y'all. Yeah. So you need your feet to stay comfortable when you're running the streets. Yeah, I do. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Yes, they do literally rethought every detail of the sock and designed them. They have like the heel and arch support. They have the prime stitching in them. They really analyze every part of the sock to make it the most comfortable. I had to walk three miles yesterday from the car dealership because my car died again. Um, and my feet were not feeling good. And I think it's because I wasn't wearing Bombas. So I promptly ordered some Bombas when I got home. And I'm super excited because Katie's always bragging about how amazing they are. So they're seriously unbelievable. And I'm, I asked for some for my birthday. That's a great birthday I've gift. I've never asked for socks before. And I'm asking for socks. My mom said, what can I get you? I said, here's a website. Thank you. Use our code. Bye. That would be a great Mother's Day gift or a Father's Day gift too. Mm-hmm. Really nice socks. 
So Bombas also gives back. Every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. So because of the generosity of their customers, they've donated over 34 million pairs of socks throughout the nation. Unbelievable. They have this network of over 3,000 giving partners, and it's incredible. And it's a win-win for you because you get to own the best socks that you'll ever own, and you get to provide comfort in the dignity of clean clothes to someone that is homeless. And that's just wonderful. Very so cool. give a pair when you get a pair. You get 20% off your first purchase. I know at bombus.com forward slash date dateline. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com forward slash date dateline for 20% off your first purchase. Bombus.com forward slash date Dateline. We haven't heard if Bombas likes our song. We might need a second option. We'll work on it. Bombas, 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 Bombas. Is it better if it's a higher pitch? It's a little less creepy at higher pitch, I think. It doesn't I like work, it though. higher. You know it doesn't work higher. Are you trying to do like rawhide? Yeah, it's just a sound. It's a sound, but then it's subliminal because I'm saying Bombas. But it sounds like I'm going bum ba da 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 bum. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's actually quite tricky. I think that might be good. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. Yep. We're throwing a contest. Throwing- I've already won the contest. The contest is over. The winner is here. I won Bombas. <laughs> That's the kind of marketing confidence that I was looking for. There you go. <laughs> so, um, okay, back to being Anne being incredibly weird and tacky with her neighbors. So now we get her on video. Basically, it's the the same as this voicemail. It's just as weird, except now it's on video. It's so weird. This is the what this made me like if I was in this conversation, it made me like squirm. It's making me squirm now. I don't I can't. It's it's like I get itchy and very like I want to walk away and I don't know why the neighbor didn't walk away. But instead, the neighbor is filming this conversation. That's smart, though. It's so smart, but I don't know if I would think to do it. If I had a weird neighbor, would I film my interactions with them? Why was she filming her? Right. There's no crime had been committed at this point. Why was she filming her? Right. It's weird. And it's not with like a GoPro and it's not her security footage. Oh, it's like her phone, right? Yeah. So like the only thing I think of is everyone in this town thinks they're like Michael Moore or something. And they're all going to film the best new documentary, Bowling for Proper Fitting Pants for Anne. What? Her pants are so tight in this scene. Oh, they are. And I know what that's like. I wish we had an ad for Beta Brand right now because these are the opposite of those pants. Really? Anyways. So she's saying on the video that I left because I wasn't. First of all, I don't think she left. I thought she was still living at the house. I left because I didn't want to keep being beaten up by them. Like saying her family members, the kids included, are beating her up. And the neighbor is so awesome because the neighbor is filming this and says, you know what, Anne, I have a really hard time believing that that happened. And I love that because I don't (laughs) I want to be that person. I don't want to just be nice and like try to be like placating someone, which is probably what I do. 100 percent. I would, too. I want to be the person that's like. No, I don't think so. Now, knowing what we know about Anne and the gun and the bathrobe, maybe it isn't that wise. And placating would have been the better choice here. But neighbor doesn't know that. Right. Neighbor doesn't know. So so she says, I have a hard time believing that that happened. And Anne says, I know. 
Because you're stupid. I know because you're stupid. I was like, oh, hold on. (laughs) It was the weirdest. What? I loved it. I was so not expecting her to say because you're stupid. Like, but she's that's what she says. She said she fully said and she says it with almost like pity. Like, I know because you're stupid. Yes. I'm so sad for you because you're so stupid. And it's so nasty. It's such a nasty thing. It's nastier to say it like that than to yell it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. To just be like, I know because you're stupid. (laughs) Wow. She says, wow, you don't know how deceptive an FBI agent can be. So like she's implying that this neighbor is totally hoodwinked by how nice um, Scott appears to be. And because he's FBI, you know, and how nice her children seem to be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So these these neighbors also are telling the cops about this guy named Jason Bird, who is flitting around um, Anne. And might be her boyfriend, like she might be having an affair with this guy or something. He was employed as a contractor by Scott. I don't really want to picture Anne or Jason having an affair with anybody or each other. But then you're never going to be able to unsee him, so. Right. We don't get to see him yet, and it's they save it for towards the end, and it's like, oh my God. It's shocking. It's- wow. I wasn't expecting that. So Anne says they were just friends, but maybe he helped her get rid of the gun and Scott's wallet because the police never found those items. Mm-hmm. Also, Jason's truck was spotted at the house on a security camera. And there's a photo of Jason walking by the house that is a photo fully taken by a neighbor from inside their living room, pointing out their window through the window. On that day? On that day. So literally every person in that neighborhood thinks they are Harriet the Spy. Why do they have a picture of him walking? It's just him? I didn't see that picture. I must. I don't know how I missed that. Yes, he is walking down the street right there. And it's you see the window pane. It is fully through the window that a neighbor was like, I have to start taking pictures of my neighbor's maybe boyfriend. And they don't even know there was a murder yet. Like, it's, it's very strange. Why are you? Because are you being hired by the private invest is there like a private investigator who's trying to get like proof of an affair or something are you that person or are you just like putting together a documentary of the comings and goings in your neighborhood are these like nosy nelly neighbors what is happening yeah i'm not sure it's one yeah hmm. you remember delia with the um yeah I binoculars remember. yeah do you, are they all delia i don't think so i feel like this is an accident but i could be wrong I don't know. What kind of accident do you mean? I mean, I feel like they were trying to take a picture of something else and he walked in front of the camera. Maybe like a pretty bird or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, who knows? So then we meet Anne's friend from high school, Rita. Rita, come on. Get real. Come on, Irita. Yeah. You, she says Anne was kind hearted and compassionate. I was like, lady, take several seats. You knew Anne like 40 years ago. Yeah. Maybe 50 years ago. I don't really know how old either of these ladies are. I'm sorry. Is this a high school friend or is it a friend now that she has known her since high school? What is the what is the correct? Well, she says they we see their high school yearbook and it was probably like, keep in touch, stay sweet. But then she says that she kind of knew her as a nurse, too. 
So I think they know have known each other for a long time. But they're not close, right? They're, I don't think they're that close. I I don't think that I think when the longer you've known someone, it can kind of blind your, you know, you may not have seen all the ways that they've changed, you know. Maybe. Yeah. If you've know also Rita seems very sweet and simple. Maybe easily taken advantage of. Gullible. By, yeah. by somebody who's as bully-y as Anne. Yeah. So she says that Anne was a compassionate nurse and would hum and sing to her patients. And I was like, do they want her to? That's exactly what I thought. I was like, well, that can be good and bad. Is that a form of torture? Is she the is she the type that's just doing it sweetly? Or is she the type that's like, don't you love that show, The Voice? <laughs> Like trying to get someone to, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, where I was someone... thinking more of like the torture when they put like, they play the same song on repeat over and over and over again to drive prisoners mad. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah, it could be that too. Or I like more the thinking... loud music at Waco to try to get people to come out. I was more thinking the people that sing loud, like in the grocery store to the song that's playing and they sing loud Who really does well. That? Lots of people do that and they sing loud really, really well. Like with vibrato? No. Oh, God. Like they think they're Mariah? Or people that sing constantly in a podcast. Not specifically well, but they want to do it because maybe they're trying to get discovered by casting for... And this um, is their platform. For a show called You Sing Okay. (laughs) You're adequate. (laughs) Below average singing. And it has an exclamation point. Yeah. (laughs) You're adequate. (laughs) <laughs> and it's hosted by Adequate. No, it's hosted by a cartoon. Adequate avocado. And he's got like a costume comes in. <laughs> Hi, I'm Addie for short. <laughs> what are you talking? What? That would be what the show. What competition as a cartoon host? I don't know. I was just trying to think of something that had ad in it. That avocado. So I like I it. That. I yeah. think it's good. So... Make sits down with Anne's divorce attorney and asks the question why that we're all asking, which is why wouldn't anyone leave this house? Like, is there a protective barrier around this house? Honestly. Like a spell that is enchanting them and they're unable to leave. It's like a curse. Yeah. So the divorce attorney blames daughter Kelly. And I was like, wow. don't do that. That's not a good That's look for you. That's bad form. No. Kelly, she said, was such a difficult teenager, and she was violent against Anne, and that's what caused all the problems in the marriage. Okay. Okay. Um, she says that Anne wasn't violent. Scott was just too permissive as a parent, and Anne had to go the opposite way because he was so lax. Okay. Okay. Um, and the story about the gun in the bathrobe, that just didn't happen, she says. so. Okay, but three people said it did, Yeah. right? But yeah, sure. Sure, so, Anne. Scott was going around telling everyone their personal business. And since they were in the midst of this divorce, Anne decided she needed to get her story out there. So she started telling everyone her business, too. That Which is why there's footage of him doing, oh, no, wait, there's only footage of Anne doing it. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Yeah, because there's tons of footage of him. No. No, none. So once again, body cams are rolling when the police go to arrest Anne. And they go to the hotel. She's not staying in a hotel room. So why is she staying in a hotel now? I think because it's probably a crime scene still. How many days later is this? Or how many? It seemed like it was pretty fast. It seemed like it was fast. But then I was confused because the daughter said, we finally had 
when she gets arrested. And I'm like, maybe she meant after all those years of horrible behavior. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what so she they, she opens the door to them in the hotel and she's all smiles like she's about to sleep with her younger 90 day fiance person. And you've just walked in with the champagne and room service. And she's like, hi. And the cop goes, hi, please turn around. We're arresting you for murder. He says hi back. He says hi. I know. I heard it. I was like, that's funny because that could have gone two ways. And she's probably like, oh, oh, (laughs) hi. Turn around. You're under arrest. (laughs) So they also arrest Jason Bourne. I mean, Jason Bird, who has (laughs) this is when we finally see what he looks like. Oh, my. Describe. Just surprise Jesus. Surprise Jesus. I was thinking Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yeah, slash Manson. Such long, scraggly beard and hair. Frank Zappa. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people he looks like, but it's wide eyes. Like, you can see the whites of his eyes. And then, like, giant beard. Really big black beard. And and long, greasy hair. Long, greasy hair. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, that's not what I was picturing at all. No. But then also, maybe that explains the black eyeliner. Was Scott Cleef shaven? Yeah, Scott's clean shape. Scott looks like an FBI dad. He looks like FBI dad. But maybe this explains her black eyeliner, though. Maybe they're like really into psychedelic music. I thought he looked more like a a prepper who lives out in the woods and wears Birkenstocks and listens to like old hippie Guthrie music. Mm, okay, maybe. You think that he looks more like he ro- likes to rock? Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel, no, I feel like he listens to a lot of the doors. Oh. That's kind of what I was thinking, like more of a psychedelic hippie that's like kind of also in the militia, maybe. That's kind of what he looks like. He looks like, I don't know, he's got a weird vibe to him. And I don't like that giant eyed stare. That's never, that's very unsettling. I didn't even notice because I was too thrown by the um, hair. Straight ahead. He was staring into my soul and I didn't appreciate it. Earlier, Manx saw into our soul, and that was okay. We were fine with that. Yeah. No, totally fine with that. So the detectives then get good news. I feel like it's kind of funny that they waited till after the arrest. They finally get word from the, um, like, crime tech people that they had found wood chips in the washing machine at the house, and it the wood chips had Scott's DNA on them, which I thought was very good detective work that they retrieved those wood chips. Yeah, it's really smart. Like, that's very smart. But Anne's defense attorney says there's no real evidence. And she says Anne walked with a cane and or a crutch, depending, I guess, and sometimes both. And she couldn't have done the beating. She did shoot him first to knock him down. So Mm -hmm. it's not like he was fighting back at that point. But the defense attorney says that his forehead was demolished which Mm. is super sensitive to say about a victim. That's really not great. But also it does, that is something that's very important to know. Because no, I don't know if she would have been able to do that if she had a disability. I see where the attorney was coming from. But that would be if the disability was in her arms, don't you think? No, no. Because you'd have to steady yourself to hold something heavy enough to create that kind of damage. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So you don't think she did it? No, I think she did it, but I don't, but I think that they did it together. Oh, interesting. Thanks for blowing my thing already. Sorry. It's all right. Um, 
So Mank says if someone is pissed enough, they get superhuman strength. So he says it in a really poetic way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say it like I just said it. Um, so they end up dropping all the charges against Jason because they don't have enough evidence. How? Now, the, well, they couldn't find the gun or Scott's wallet, and that's the only part that they thought he had a part in, was taking that stuff. So she lawyered up right away. Because I feel like if she hadn't lawyered up, they would have been able to promise her something to get information about him. And she would have flipped on him. But she lawyered up right away, so stop talking. I don't think they wanted him as much as they wanted her. They usually want the one that's like the mastermind. Maybe they could have taken the death penalty off the table. Yeah, maybe. Hmm, I don't know. All right. Um, so Marilyn's law says that they can't present all of the history of violence in the house. So that means that the jury doesn't get to see the the neatly stacked papers that Mank has and all of the police files. And they don't get to see a lot of the neighbor's recordings of Anne being a hot, drunken, during the day mess. It, it's like so frustrating that they don't get to see any of this. Um, and then when Dateline is showing us that footage again to remind us of that footage, they use the clip of because you're stupid, which I thought was hilarious. That was great. That was so smart. So good. So Anne's- it also just kind of shows what kind of person she is. She's nasty. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kelly must have had a really difficult time. I feel for her. Mm-hmm. Also, why did that neighbor keep talking to her? I would have walked away at that moment. It would have been like, I'm going inside now. We didn't see much after that, though. I bet she did. (laughs) She's like still filming. Um, So Anne had said she went out to put logs on the fire. And this is when we find out she would have had to step over the body. But she said she saw nothing. Um, There was also life insurance. $500,000. This is a lot. But the defense is saying she's too frail. But guess what? We have security footage for that. Because we have security footage for everything. A neighbor's house has a camera that's pointing towards the street and it shows Anne sometimes walking with the cane and sometimes she doesn't. And when she doesn't, she's even bending over and picking something up. Super flexible, bending at the waist. No, but she's not walking great without a cane. She's limping a tiny bit. She's walking with a stutter. It's definitely noticeable when you watch her walking. It seems like something is off. So the wood chips on the washer didn't have any of Anne's DNA. They only had Scott's. And in fact, her DNA was not found anywhere on his body. So that's not great. That's that's bad. Yeah. That's not just not great. That's That doesn't bode well, I feel like. Then we get um, Mank being his sassiest self. And also, we haven't had Mank in so long. It just felt great to have him back. I was so excited. I said something when he came on. I was like, Mankowitz. I got really excited. My mom's like, Mankowitz. What is it? And I was like, Josh Mankowitz. Who? Never mind. <laughs> so Mank says to the prosecutor, juries love DNA and you don't have it. Yeah. Do you go with ibuprofen or Advil every night? I thought that was adorable. It's so cute. And then she laughs and she says, wine. It's so dry. It's the best exchange. And he does it seamlessly. Josh, A plus, top marks. Well done. Well played. Yeah. It's like you haven't been missing at all. You're just back. I want to be that clever where I can just come up with a thing and just be like, ah, do you go with ibuprofen or Advil? What, What level do you get to be able to do that? And the years of experience. I don't know. Yeah. Working at your craft. I'll show you my glitter sometime. I feel like that's at that level. That your, that's your craft. 
It's your glitter. It's not. It's my crafty. Okay, go ahead. So, you know, that joke was not worthy of Minkwitz. All right. <laughs> so Anne's defense attorney, um, and for some reason her divorce attorney what is also heck? working the case. What, Who do, do we have here? Divorces and murder trials? What? No, I think we just haven't. No, the divorce attorney's not working the case. The divorce attorney's just interviewing. Uh, she's flipping through files and stuff and talking about being in the courtroom and weighing in on the case a lot. Is it possible that they're friends now? That she's like a friend of Anne's? I mean, Anne's only other friend would be Mary Sue Rita, whatever her name was, from high school. That's not her friend, though. She doesn't know that lady. I don't think Rita's even a real person. And I'll tell you why. Because Rita's sitting in a kitchen with not one personal affect. Yeah, I saw There's that. nothing on the walls. Not a single thing on the walls. On the table, there are two placemats. And that's it. Don't. Maybe Rita doesn't have much. Maybe she lives simply also. Maybe she Marie Kondoed herself into nothingness. There's not even a photo on the wall. Well, that's... Simplify. Nothing brought her joy in her photos, so she got rid of them. It's like, no more. This has always brought me pain. (laughs) It's the alternative to these have always brought me luck. Oh, my God. No, because she's the type of person that would have a rooster in her kitchen, like a rooster on the wall. You're right, but again. she doesn't have one. She took it too far. (laughs) So... They say um, it's not suspicious that she didn't see the body because it was super dark outside. I thought she had gone out for the wood during the day. Unclear. Um, Also, darkness doesn't take away your sense of touch. So if you tripped over a body, you would still know, even though it was dark out. I think I'm not understanding exactly where the body is positioned. It's maybe it's they make it sound like it's literally like right in front of the door to where the shed is. They also make it sound like it's hidden, though, like it's covered. Under a tarp. Yeah, sorry. But I'm not... why the son, the son found it. Did the son find it or the friend find it? And also, what happened to the friend? He went with a friend to the house. Riley did. Yeah, the friend was, his GoPro broke, so he ceases to exist. Did he just run away? Was he like, I'm out of here. This is, this is effed up. I gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> this is effed up, Riley. Yeah, y'all, your fam, your family is effed. But enough of your family. Crazy. Stop inviting me over. (laughs) (laughs) You padlocks and all your doors into S&M stuff. I don't know. It's weird. Your mom always has a bathrobe with a gun hanging out under it. (laughs) So Anne wasn't the beneficiary of the life insurance policy, which is that's interesting. Well, no, we kind of knew that was coming. Well, I didn't know that. He had taken her off of it, which was smart. I don't know if we're 100% sure that she knew she wasn't on it anymore, though. Oh, I see. Okay. Because as I've discussed in the show many times, just as important as taking someone off is making sure that your would-be killer knows that they are taken off. Yeah, knows that they are no longer a part of your estate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it turns out that Scott had $220,000 in credit debt over 21 different credit cards. Holy crap. That's a lot, but this is America, so. That's a lot. That's like when, I mean, that's 21 credit cards, though? That's surprising to me. That you're allowed to take out that bill? Were you surprised about that? I've never heard of such a thing. I was like, I, I mean, I would think he would declare for bankruptcy. Also, I 
can't believe he was allowed to get that many credit cards. I guess there are a lot of those ones that they just send you in the mail. I was going to say it's more, I think, maybe store credit cards. So, you know, when you go to REI and they accost you, I think they may have a credit card and they then you sign up you for their thing. They you because you were wearing highlighter and bronzer on your face. Probably, yeah. Contour. And they thought you were outdoorsy. Yeah. No, they knew I wasn't outdoorsy. And so I'm pale, pale. And so then um, I never seen the sun. And so they, uh, I think it might be one of those things. So when you go to a store, you can open a line of credit with the store. Right. Like the one I got tricked into at TJ Maxx. Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has 22 TJ Maxx cards. Mm-hmm. He's a Maxx. It happens because they don't tell you the truth. They yeah. say, oh, do you want to, um, do you want to be a loyalty rewards member? member? Rewards member. And you're like, okay, sure. But what, again, you didn't figure it out when they said, can I have your social security That's number? That's when I started asking questions. But by then I had already pressed enter. It was too late. But then I just never filed the paperwork. They sent it to me and I had to do a th- second step and I just didn't do the second step. Oh, there you go. Good so girl. I never had got one. Yeah. All right. So I'm smarter than you, TJ Maxx. Can't win. get one over on me that easily. Yes, you can. But my laziness will prevent me. But then she comes <laughs> to actually do it following through. Atta girl. So, so Anne is technically on the hook for all this credit card debt because they were still married. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why would she kill him? That's what her defense attorney say. Yeah. Slash her divorce lawyer. Um, so <laughs> one day after uh, one day. Sorry. One day. One day period, not after, just a one day, day. One fine day. Um, yeah. You're going to want me for your girl. And the jury is deadlocked. And the judge sends them back. You and love you that. know how I feel I know, about this. I know how you feel about this. And uh, the world knows, our listeners know how you feel about this. You are mad when juries come back too close and say, or too soon and say they're deadlocked. But now, what are you thinking now? Well, no, it's not when they come back too soon. Well, yes, it is partially. They it's come too back. soon. That's what makes you mad. But what really makes me mad is when the judge sends them back and says, try again. And they try again. And this time they make up their minds. It's like, then you weren't really trying. Because if it, all it took was the judge saying, can you try a little bit longer and then you do it? You obviously weren't really deadlocked before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. It drives saying. me crazy. I just make up your mind. I've made up my mind that staying healthy and strong is more important to me than ever. There you go. Means I'm focusing on walking, doing yoga, and eating only one packet of Pop-Tarts every day, down from my record high of four packets. Sorry, a, a packet or a box? A packet is two. No, I, I know. I very well know. Which is Four eight. total. Four packets. Oh, four packets. Which yeah. is eight. That's good. That's not four boxes. So I'm, I'm, you're doing great. You're excited. I'm winning. So yeah. to help me stay resilient and well, I've decided to start using products from Objective Wellness. Nice. Objective offers targeted solutions like better sleep, firmer skin, or a healthier immune system. And their products are made with quality ingredients and backed by science. They contain ingredients like blueberry extract, saffron, now I'm craving saffron and blueberry Pop-Tarts, and even microalgae, which provides an antioxidant 6,000 times stronger than vitamin C. And it just sounds really healthy too, microalgae. Wellness is different for everyone. So Objective focuses on targeted solutions, giving you support exactly where you need it. I ordered the Lift and Smooth Cream because I have at any one time 
two to four neighbors recording me with their surveillance cameras and or GoPros. And I want my skin to look tight and right when that footage is eventually used as evidence in my trial. Yeah. Objective can help you feel your best. So go to objectivewellness.com and use code DATEDATELINE to get 20% off your first order. And if you're not completely satisfied, you can get a full refund with the Objective Promise. Ooh, a full refund? That's great. Yes. Again, that's objectivewellness.com with the code DATEDATELINE to get 20% off. And I've always wanted to say this. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products discussed or advertised are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did I sound good? You sounded great. Super profesh, right? Yep. Well Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Objective. We're so excited to try our products. Absolutely. And check them out, guys. Yeah. So the verdict comes in. Were you surprised? I was shocked. I was flabbergasted. I was flummoxed. I almost texted you, but then I held back. It, I was so surprised. Were you? Very, very surprised. Very, very surprised. And they dragged it out. They were like, the way that they announced that she was not guilty is that they were giving people's reactions to the verdict before they actually told us the verdict. Sneaky, sneaky, sis. Jo- sis, Josh, sis, sis Mankiewicz. Sis Wicks. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so that's exactly what they do. They're like, first have somebody saying, I was so relieved. I was so relieved. And you're like, who, which one is that? Is that which side is that person on again? The verdict is she's found not guilty. How? I mean, they didn't have a lot of evidence. They had a ton of circumstantial evidence. I think beyond a reasonable doubt. I think there's no one else that killed him. And there's no one else that had a reason to kill him. What did the jury say, though? I need to talk to the jury. Like, what was the thing that was the holdup? I'm wondering if it was the lack of DNA evidence on the wood chips. She had decent attorneys. They did a good job, whatever they did. And you thought she did seem too frail. See, I think that that doesn't, I don't, I feel like someone has a lot of strength sometimes. Like a mom lifting a car off her babies. They tried to use that, but I don't know. I don't know. Then maybe you have a couple people on the jury with disabilities that are like, well, I might be okay sometimes, but I couldn't do that. So the the injuries must have been so extensive. That right, it was but just, I don't know what no her way. injuries are. She just sometimes has a limp. No, no, no. I mean, his injuries must have been so extensive that it was like, there's absolutely no way. Well, his no forehead way. was demolished. So yeah, that must, those pictures must have been the thing that was like, no. I don't know. We didn't and see the pictures, fact that they couldn't, they couldn't bring in any of the things that we saw. That's it. That's really it. They couldn't bring in all of that stuff. Which now makes a lot of sense why they're doing this dateline. Like why this is a great story because Kelly's able to kind of say her piece. Mm-hmm. And like there was an injustice done here and there's nothing they can do. They can't recharge her. But like, I don't understand double jeopardy. I mean, I guess I get it because it's for your protection. But at the same time, what if brand new evidence comes out that like DNA? They, can't, they still can't. They still can't. They cannot. That's insane to me. Right. So everyone is furious. The um, prosecutor, the co- uh, the colleagues of Scott, the kids. Um, Anne has moved out of state and doesn't talk to the kids because she's a great mom. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they want to talk to her either, to be fair. No, no, no. Um, and the police say they're still investigating because, but there's, I don't, there's no but one else. But what are they going to investigate? Right. There's no one else. And they already cleared Jason. 
So Why did they clear Jason? Well, Mank said on Twitter that he had an alibi for when the time that they think that he was actually killed. Could they and be was, wrong about the time? Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, B-roll bonanza. Yes. I mean, there's one huge one. The daughter drinking coffee with a spoon in her coffee. The daughter walking her dog. Kelly walking her dog. So much dog footage. There's him playing with the dog. Yeah. There's her walking with the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Scott's friend is on her phone. Uh, like Kim said, probably playing Candy Crush. Um, really? The neighbors are doing a walking Folgers moment. The dad has a to-go coffee cup. Yep. And then there's B-roll of clouds rolling by in the sky, like like time through the sands of time. Yeah, I it like was, that. It was very poetic. I liked it a lot. Um, fashion police? I did not see any fashion police. We've already talked about the blue hair. Um, you were obviously very distracted by Anne's pants. Mank, <laughs> Mank killed Panky. it. Yeah, that we had a red and white hanky that was, um, what's it called when you clash on purpose with your suit? I liked it. It was bright and it was like hanky here. It was like an arrow. Red accent hanky. It's a statement piece. A yeah, pop state, of color. Statement hanky. I like to say words like I know what fashion is. Um, I did just make-ment. watch that one season of Project Runway. So you, so you can make it through Project Runway, but not Drag Race. For our listener, Samantha, who was in that season. Oh, I love that. And there were these twins that caused major drama. Yeah, they were. That was crazy town. Those twins, insane. Highly recommend season 16. Bananas. It's on Hulu. So (laughs) um, Kelly has a Ouija board t-shirt on. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. There's the picture of their wedding and Anne's wedding dress, her veil behind her is um, like petal, flower petals out all behind her head. Um, like a, almost like that um, dinosaur in Jurassic Park that goes, ah! and then yes. in the car, yeah. and, uh, you know, comes out With of Newman. the head. Yeah. Um, also, did you notice the multitude of ponies that Anne is wearing the night of the murder? She has like three. It's like a hot, it's like a ponytail up here that turns into another one below it. And then, like, a third one. No, I am totally missed it. Yeah. Um, and the prosecutor is wearing a woman, imp- women empowering women pin on oh, her suit. Oh, that's cool. I thought that's that was nice. Cool. That's all I had for fashion police. That's a lot. Okay. I know. I Look, noticed a lot. Let's get to Twitter. Okay, great. Do you have any titles? I have one. I have two titles. But I'm really curious to see what people said about this episode. Just real quick, I had... The Scott Horn Way, because that's how they ended the episode. I thought that would have been a good title. Mm -hmm. And then I had um, Tell Me Another One, Mm -hmm. because she's just lying. And Mm -hmm. then I had What and Scott Free. Oh, I like that. That's brilliant. And Scott. Yeah. Yeah, that's clever. Uh Uh-huh. What'd you have? Anything? I had Hanky Hank Stravaganza. Um, Hanky? Hanky Hanky Hank. Hanky, Hanky Mank Stravaganza? Sure. Oh, no. Hanky 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 Mank Stravaganza. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, won't you spy on my neighbor? There we go. That's good. Um, America's Scariest Home Videos, hosted yeah. by Bob Sackett. No sex, a moderate amount of lies, and way too much videotape. There we go. That's great. Thank you. Okay. Twitter. 
Kim from People Are Wild, she was on. You know it gets lit. Oh, yeah. She said, sorry, y'all got distracted doodling Mrs. Kezzy Henderson on a notebook. <laughs> Atta girl. That's um, French Pug Love said, Brother Riley looking like a young Bob Ross. I said the same thing. I wonder if I copied it from you. Um, she also said, uh, date Dateline. I think Dateline and Josh Mankiewicz are listening to the podcast. They named this episode The House. Episode or hashtag straight to the point. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I don't think they're listening. Um, but I thought that the title was actually very good because this was all about the house. Yeah, yes, it was good. So uh, French Pug Love said, we've got a Mr. Mom. And Anna Christine 123 said, again, with the Mr. Mom, this is t- 2020. At least Katie will like the Michael Keaton reference. And then. Yes, I will. Natalie Bannon said, uh-oh, date, date line. Mr. Mom is back. Josh, did you do that just for K and K? And Josh Mankiewicz wrote, "Yes." <laughs> I don't know if that's how he wrote Y E and then like a thousand S's. Yes, well, it's either yes or it's or it's yes. Yes, like a mitten, probably not. Yes, but that's, that's really funny. It's hard to tell. Also, I hope that Mister. I hope that everyone's going out and watching Michael Keaton in Mister. Mom. Is it on, um, like, at Amazon Prime or something? I feel like it might be. I saw it the other week, and I was like, oh, I got to watch it because it's I'll there. watch it again. I, just I have nothing Michael against Keaton. the movie. I know. I just think the expression is dated. And I just only think of the movie. So ne'er the twain shall meet. <laughs> so I think I never watched it growing up, and that's why I don't think of it. It was not, like, one of my go-tos. Ah. I'm surprised you were allowed to watch it, considering you weren't allowed to watch um, what was it last week? I think that there's a big difference between Roger Rabbit and Roger Rabbit. Mr. Mom. Okay. But yeah. it has the conf- con- conflating gender norms, and that seems it's a little risque. Not as risque as Jessica Rabbit. Let's get real. That's yeah. true. No, mm-hmm. good, valid. Um, French Pug Love again said, Josh, you're really shuffling through reports. I'd like to think they're actually copies of Katie's notes. No, but a really good picture of the notes are coming. You guys are going to be excited. It has to do with marketing. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, Anna Christine123 said, it looks like Anne wanted to play Wooly Willy from Scott with the eyebrows to Jason with the beard. Oh, Wooly Willy. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, with the magnet, right? With the magnet hair. And you move him around. It's true. Scott had really, really thick eyebrows. And then all that hair receded down to Jason's face. Yeah. Yeah. Nix said, I don't think it's weird that he turned his GoPro on. If you run or walk at night, it can come in handy if something out of the ordinary happens. It's like, what? What are you expecting to happen? Well, anything. I walk at night all the time. And I never, I hope nothing out of the ordinary happens. Boars? Boars? Yeah, like the pigs. Something comes out of the woods. <laughs> Did that happen once on a dateline? A wild pig? No, wasn't there this year like a wild pig or something? Maybe. That was making a noise. The neighbors thought it was a wild pig. That might be what, yes. Making a noise at night. Mm, I'm not remembering what and it was. And instead, that's figure, why they didn't but... call 911 and it caused us to have yeah, a big because debate it was a... about if you'd call 911 if you heard the squeal of <laughs> someone yeah. being murdered and or a wild pig. If you thought it was a pig. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I just want to know, like, what Nix is thinking is going to happen. Or if they're hoping, she's hoping something will happen. Or No, she doesn't want something to happen. But 
But she wants to capture it on film in case. Well, absolutely. If something bad happens, yeah, you want to have a GoPro. Also, it might deter people. If someone, if a person, a human is going to attack you and they see you wearing a GoPro, you better think they'd think twice. So then could I just buy like a fake kid's fake GoPro, you know, this like might a, not be a bad idea to buy a headlight, a headlight that looks because it's cheap, right? There you but go. It, you don't actually have to buy a GoPro, but it's deterring. I feel like it's a smart idea. It should go with our burner phone. That is exactly what I was thinking. So maybe we do write it down for Mark Hating and Kimberly. Yeah. Fake them out. Something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The fake out. The fake pro. Go, go amateur. Instead yeah. of go pro. Go. Go amateur. Go no. <laughs> it's not really. A, yeah, it's good. No pro. No pro. No pro. Because it's not really a thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Cam again. From uh, trademark. Wilds. I know I don't need to say it, but trademark date with Dateline. I'm not. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to go online and see this as a thing and be like, have and to if, sue. God forbid it's on the same website that has the G'day mate. I mean, bidet mate. Then, you know, we're coming after you. Because that's not a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, Kim from People Are Wild said, I wish I could rock that hair color like Kelly is, but I know I'd look like I blew myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. She looks great. It's fun. It's a fun choice. I don't know how old she is. It looks great. I like it. Um, Kim said, why does he have his GoPro on? Is he a skateboarding guy? That's where I was saying he is like a rad guy and I just didn't get it. He's rad. Yeah. And my apologies to you, Riley, because I didn't get that you were rad. Brad Riley. Yeah. Um, Kim said, you know, that one neighbor just asked Anne, how you doing? And ended up getting an earful. Oh, yeah. And so uh, what was she pretending to do on her phone? Like, I got to check my eBay. What was she doing oh. that she was filming? Well, what if you're holding if you're holding it like this? No, I would still think you were filming me. If you're holding it like this, it looks super shady. You have to. But if you're like, hang on, I'm trying to win this auction. I don't you know. I'm sorry. I don't like know why this else. Upside down. And then can you later, like upside down casually, and then can you reverse the image? Can you rotate a video image? Do you think I'm going to know that? I don't know. I think because that would look way more casual if you have the camera upside down on the phone, upside down. That would not look suspicious, correct. But it was a weird angle. The video was like kind of like she was holding it in her hand. At one point, Anne does like glance down at the camera like she kind of maybe thinks she knows she's being recorded Mm -hmm. and maybe she just doesn't care. But again, why is she being recorded? What crazy stuff has Anne done that the neighbor's like, I should probably record this? You know what? Maybe there's litigious stuff with the neighbors that we don't know about. Like maybe Anne has like peed all over their flowers and they're trying to like get her kicked out of the neighborhood or like maybe Anne is threatening and saying that they like poisoned her dog or something because she's one of these people that comes up with like fake lawsuits and stuff to try to get the neighbors and they're like filming to show nothing's really happening maybe they're trying to catch maybe this person works for an insurance company that ann is or works for the disability department that ann is claiming disability and that's why they were also filming her walk down without her cane i have no idea why she's being filmed so much so much um and so is jason just walking down the street Maybe this neighbor is just a full Delia, just a full just a, on Delia. But it's and multiple you and I neighbors. Are not, it's like multiple neighbors, I think. Multiple, de- like a, how much better would a Delia be than two Delias? What if you have three, you have one on each side and across the street? 
This could be people like you and me of dealing living in an apartment complex thinking we think something is going on and then mm-hmm. we turn out to be right. Oh, that'd be kind of exciting because you just sit on your porch with your neighbors gossiping, like wishing something exciting would happen in your neighborhood. And then there's actually like a murder. Correct. Uh, Sequester Janney said humming and singing to your patients does not make you a good person. It might make you super annoying, though. Yeah. That's what I thought. Tanya Turner said, Anne can't clean up dog pee, but she can run a washing machine when she needs to. Seriously. Mm. Clean up the dog pee. Good point. I don't, maybe she just doesn't leave her bedroom, like ever. But she came to the door when the police came at night. She just doesn't come when they come during the day. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm more thinking that there is a mother-in-law apartment that Anne is living in. I could be wrong, but that's more what I'm picturing because I don't know how it works otherwise. Because they all know because they all have bedrooms with padlocks. on. But that she didn't come out to use the kitchen once that day. So she's got a master bedroom bathroom. No, I think she she just goes there. They're Kelly's freaking dogs. Kelly, because Kelly said, let me grab my dogs. I think it might have been like her dogs when she was younger and they still lived at the house. Did she say, let me grab my dogs? Yeah. And so maybe she's like, they're Kelly's effing dogs. I'm not going to clean up after them. Well, that totally is. Dead husband can clean up after them. But then the weird thing was, that was weird because then the police say, the the whatever Captain Zimmerman says, that we we let her take some property and then we left the house. Was the property the dogs? Yes. And I think some dog, like food and stuff like that. Leashes, I think. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, skilling them softly said Anne was kind hearted and compassionate. She called her neighbor straight stupid to her face. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm wondering if that Anne is the same Anne that Rita knows and remembers so well from high school. Um, Alex Major said her saying, I know because you're stupid might just be my new response to everyone. And Holy that God. is me. Every time I see someone without cool. a mask in public, mm-hmm. I know. Because you're stupid. But weren't you just ready to be like, weren't you? I was I was ready for her to be like, I know, because you're stupid about the fact that that's what I was preparing for. And instead, it's just, no, you're stupid, period. I wasn't expecting stupid. I was expecting, no, because you've been taken in by you thinking he's nice. Or, no, you just haven't spent enough time with him. No, you don't know what he's really like. I wasn't expecting for a direct attack. No, you're stupid, period. Period. That's it. I love it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, you can go to our Date Dateline YouTube page, which has my mom's workout video. Or you can just catch it on our website. A date with Dateline.com. We have merch on there. We have all of our episodes on there designed by Grace Biasco, and it's incredible. So cool. And it has like a ton of cool stuff on it, like bingo cards and spreadsheets that you can add to and interact with other fans. It's really cool. And um, also has my mom's workout video on there where she's wearing a date with Dateline leggings and humping the sky. So she it's does great. Worth watching. It's super entertaining. And she's more she's I can't get through five minutes without sweating profusely. She's in really good. She's shape. good. She's in really good shape. Yeah, she could kill my dad with a piece of firewood for sure yeah definitely your mom could but your, yeah. she doesn't walk with a cane no, she doesn't even come close to walking with a cane she no. walks with a brisk pace and mm-hmm. a good shoe <laughs> a good shoe yeah for sure <laughs> um so thank you everyone consider becoming part of our patreon community if you join now at the five dollar level you get an extra episode every month um but now there's two episodes so 
Yeah, our our ninety day definitely fiance. Definitely want this month's. That's all I'm gonna say. We just recorded this month's Patreon. It's a goodie. I'm not just saying that. You'll see why. Um, no, it's a good one. Plus our ninety day hooray, ninety day fiance. Plus ninety coverage. day hooray, and if you join at the ten dollar level, you can join our live YouTube first chat. ever. Oh boy. Yeah, live YouTube chat with our faces. Oh my goodness. Words coming out of our face holes. It's gonna in be- our houses. Boy, mm. it's a thing. Yeah. Um, now I'm sweating for reals. You can see just how sweaty I actually get. It's. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. The glistening? I'll let you know. We're going to have to have like a signal, like one of those signals. Look with a the... little shiny and then disappear off camera and then come back and I'm blotted dry. Yeah. I'm just yeah, going to text you. You're going to need to give me the. Kimberly, the okay sign from the, the eyeball. okay sign. Yeah. It okay. means blot. Kimberly, blot. <laughs> Good. That's what uh, that means now. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Don't watch alone. And if you watch with people, you know why? Because you're stupid. Thank you. Bow. Bye, everyone. Bye. Because you're stupid. No, but it would be really funny. If I got you a GoPro, would you just do one day inside your apartment and so everyone could see what you're doing and then see what you're watching on TV and stuff? Yeah, I can tell you right now, it's a lot of Doug because Doug is on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, Doug. And so that's pretty much all I've been watching. All right. Yeah. It's comforting my quarantine. Soul. Maybe you could watch Drag Race. I started You're inside. It. Which uh, which season? The ones I, I told you? I watched an episode of it of on All Stars. Oh, which season? Hulu. Which season of All First of all, don't watch All Stars. You won't know who any of those people are. You're not getting any backstory at least with a current uh, with a season. The queens come in fresh. Nobody knows who they are. But like All Stars is the best of the best. It's queens from all the seasons. So they know each other. It's a different vibe. So shouldn't I like it more? Because they're the best of the best? Yeah, no, only All Stars 2. Sorry, everyone. But really only All Stars 2. And you, it's much better if you know them going in because you'll know the history. It's so much better. Then you're going to love All Stars. But mm-mm. Okay, I'll try. What, what season? You, which season? Yeah. I, I told you. Two? No. Well, you can't watch. I would start with five or six. Okay, five or six. I don't think you can get five, so you're going to have to start with six. Five is not on Hulu? Five is not available. Five is the drink smunch soon. Um, But we'll see how you like. Everyone, I got Kimberly a very special gift of Jinx Monsoon's show, online show, doing Little Edie. And so we'll see if you like that, and then we'll go from there. You may not like it. Drag queens may not be your thing. I don't think they're my thing, because but I'm, tr- I'm going to try. Because of the puns or the sex jokes? What is it? It's uh, a lot of puns, mm-hmm. a lot of zingers, you know, yes. like one-liners. It's not really my thing. Also, I, I don't particularly care about makeup or hair or clothes. So you don't like them being judged on those things? You don't find that interesting, their art? Correct. I appreciate it for what they are doing, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't find it that compelling to watch. Got it. Well... We tried. Going to keep trying. I think you might be right about starting fresh with the new group of people that don't know each other. Yeah. Can't do all stars. And especially you didn't watch all stars, too, did you? I don't know which one it was. Who was it? There was it. They were paired. Um, They got. Oh, they, you watched. Yeah, you watched one. Their paddles. They pulled with paddles out and then they had to Worst get. One. They had to hold up their 
things and then they got paired and the one person was paired with the other person that hated each other kind of or they weren't happy to be paired with each other but you have no idea why they hate each other well they keep saying it's how one of them went off on the show like if they got kicked off and it was really bad and things went down and it was bad but they never show clips of what was so bad about it which i was a little annoyed with so you kind of want to know so you right because you haven't watched this And then also you watched All Stars 1, which let me put it this way. I own every season of Drag Race except that one Mm. because I don't like it. So you watch the one that I think is All Stars 1. They were trying to figure out how to do it. And then they got into the groove with it with two. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, we'll try. We'll see everybody. I don't know. I'm going to try. I'm sure I'll like the show. I'm sure individually I like these. I got you a cameo from a Drag Race person. I have nothing against them. I... I know it just may not be your thing. It's just like not my sense of comedy. Yes, like American Dad. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. American Dad is kind of funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> See, so you really may not like drag, drag race. Yeah. <laughs> okay, press on.